Hello, my name is Jessica Glasgow, and I'm uh, 29 years old, and this is my first episode and an introduction to uh, a podcast that I would like to create, and uh, the name of the podcast is called Supernatural Science with Jessica Glasgow, and so let me start off with uh, my how I became interested in metaphysics. I'd say about nine years ago, maybe about closer to ten years ago, uh, I was at school one day, and uh, I had a teacher who used to download a bunch of barred braille books for me that I can read on a braille display, and also listen to them in audio form on my little NLS digital talking book player from the library. And so, I went to my teacher... Miss Dunaway one day and I asked for a book and uh, this book is called Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and I was looking for books on health on regular science and health well the funny thing is is I didn't know about this Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures book by Mary Baker Eddy and so she, but she downloaded the book on my flash drive and I listened to it and I was pretty shocked by the fact that I listened to it and found out what was in the book because it was different from any other science book that I had ever heard of and so I had never really heard of metaphysics until I would say about nine years ago like I said when, when I um, got that book and, and I put it on my flash drive and listened to it. And so that opened up a lot of doors for me, that science and health book. And so that's how I became interested in metaphysics. I had heard bits and pieces of other teachings, like, you know, with uh, Eric Butterworth and Unity and things like that. And, and I had heard bits and pieces about metaphysical techniques and yoga and things like that but I had never really uh, never really had any kind of opportunity to study it or do any kind of research on it or anything like that and so that's how I found out about metaphysics originally was through bits and pieces of things and uh, of course with the modern scientific way of doing things with the doctors uh, they know a lot I guess as far as their modern medicines but they don't know everything but it's so easy for people to take what the doctors say is a fact even though they go to school you know they still have a lot to learn but it's so easy for people to take things as a fact according to what the doctors say like if you've got a supposedly incurable disease or anything like that it's easy for doctors to kind of say well uh, that's okay and that's not you know we can do this or we can do that and they go to school and they learn all they all they can know at that time Uh, and I guess everybody's still learning Uh, I know that for me as a kid uh, I pretty much made, made like A's and B's on my classes. 
and especially science. I was always interested in science, and I always pondered how the scientific methods work. And I just thought, well, surely metaphysics can be explained in the same way. Of course, uh, when I first started looking at, uh, well, when I was a kid, uh, and now as an adult, I would I would look at different th- accounts of supernatural healings, and think to myself, well, there's bound to be a better way to explain it than just this mysterious, out in the sky type of uh, supernatural healing, which. That's how, I guess, metaphysics came in. And I remember looking as a kid and I thinking, well, how could you even begin to understand how healings work? Like healing the, the blind and things like that, and healing the deaf and things like that. And so I would sit there and just read and read and read and ponder, and I would think, well... Surely there's bound to be a piece to the puzzle, a hidden piece to the puzzle that people need to have. And so, I would look at all these different books, A Course in Miracles, and uh, Christian Science, and the Bible, and things like that, and I would think, well, there's bound to be a better way to explain these miracles in a practical way. And I know that even though I've never read the whole thing, A Course in Miracles is like 14 volumes in Braille. You got five volumes in the workbook for students part. That's probably in the middle part of the book. And you got the, the text part. And you got the text part is about eight volumes in Braille. And you got the manual for teachers. And that's at the end of the book. And that's like one volume. But that's a pretty big book. So I've never read the whole thing. But I know that in the, I'd say towards the beginning of the book, it's organized as a course, and there's different principles in there. I don't know exactly how many of them, but they're all organized, seem like it's real neat in the book. And one of the statements that jumped out on, on me was that miracles are natural. It said, there is no order of difficulty in miracles. One is not harder or bigger than another. They are all the same. And so I would look at that and I would think, well, that might make sense as far as uh, how these healings work. You know, and, and I would look, look at that and I would say, well, okay, well, that's bound to be maybe, maybe a practical way to understand these things. And so, the workbook, I know it has uh, 365 lessons in it, so just like the calendar year, and I would uh, look and kind of skim through each little part of uh, Christian science and science and the science and health, and uh, I know that one statement in science and health it says that a miracle fulfills God's law but does not violate that law and I thought well, that's interesting because that really is you got metaphysics uh, concept there and so as a kid too I would listen to uh, Morgan Freeman 
on the Through the Wormhole show. And, of course, they've always had some interesting things on that show, especially about the time travel. And, of course, they got on there, they got quantum quantum physics. And I remember thinking as a kid, and I was thinking, well, quantum physics and metaphysics physics might become the new physics, or like the new, the new scientific method. And, and I would sit there and say, well, since the science is evolving, I guess, and, and ever-changing, and always something new, it would be best not to judge a book by its cover. All things are possible. And, uh, so I guess we could start out with, uh, like I said, I guess you could say the first rule, the first rule of metaphysics would be that miracles are natural. And I would, and even today as an adult, as an adult, I would, I would be still and think to myself, well now, how could somebody explain things? in a practical way where people can understand it. That way it's not abstract anymore. It's more practical in a step-by-step logical way. And that's how I came across these books. And surely if we're all spiritual beings and abundance and things is the only thing that exists at least in the spiritual realm, our thinking needs to change. And I know that, at least in the human sense of things, things might seem to be one way as far as, you know, lack or scarcity or incurable or whatever. But when you look at the metaphysical side of the whole thing, it makes a lot more sense to go to a spiritual means. Or you might say, like I call it, supernatural science. And so now, you know why I call it supernatural science. So anyway, uh, in the next episode, episode number two, I intend to go more in depth about the uh, metaphysics. And I also intend to do more research on how to demonstrate uh, and how to prove metaphysical concepts in a practical and logical and natural way. Well, uh, this will be uh, the first episode of Supernatural Science with Jessica Glasgow. See you all next time.